Do you remember once we were uh, we were in the treehouse? I had like a bottle yeah. that I was trying to summon you. I guess was the we thing. We had a we had a code like a, a call. Sure, and it was but like... it was just a bottle doing this. And I was blowing. I was like, five minutes. This kid wouldn't come. Glory. <laughs> and I almost passed out. Like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm lightheaded now. <laughs> Welcome, my brother. Cheers to the pod. It's been a uh, it's been a long wait. <laughs> it's been 25 years. Yeah. Well, uh, welcome to the podcast, everybody. This is Overshadowed. So we're going. We're in, baby. Okay. We're live. Showtime. Showtime. We got a sock. We got a sock filter for Corey. I made it out of a sock and uh, what looked like an old, huge bubble blower, like a bubble wand. So I put a sock over that, and that's your pop filter. Okay, nice. So I can say pineapple. Yes. If you listen to our Houdini episode, which I know you won't. I listened. Go ahead. Did you? Yeah, I listened. Not the Houdini one. I listened to, so this this part of the list, we're in the list now. We're in the list. I made a list for the podcast that I'm hoping I don't run through in 20 minutes. That's okay. I also don't know, am I a guest on the show or am I part of the show? You are a guest. Am I taking Chuck? You're taking not Chuck's taking, spot? you're not taking Chuck's head. Okay. Well, so. And putting yeah. it on your throne. So I am overshadowed. <laughs> Check. Yeah, got not, that. Got that one in. Not becoming the new co-host. Um, but no, I listened to the Nick Cage episode. And the first 20 minutes, you didn't talk anything about Nick Cage. So I think I'm going to be pretty pretty set for this. <laughs> I think I'm pretty prepared <laughs> to not talk about anything. <laughs> it's a show about nothing. Uh, uh, and then the first thing you mentioned about Nick Cage was his star sign, which tells me it's more of a comedy show than a history show. That is an interesting episode to listen to. I mean, that show is more of a comedy show than okay. a history show. Because some episodes like uh, Jesse James and there's another one. Oh, Lothar. Von Richthofen, those were very history heavy to the point of like, I don't even know if it's funny. So is this, are we getting into our history? We're going to get into our history. So this is overshadowed where me <laughs> and usually another comedian, Charles, talk about the siblings of famous and infamous people throughout history. Uh, so we've covered Nicolas Cage's brother, Mark the Cope Coppola, who's a radio DJ. We talked about Nick Cage a lot in that episode, yeah, but maybe not, at, not, you know, it took us 20 minutes to do that. But normally we cover the siblings of famous people. Now we're covering my sibling, who, let's be honest, probably overshadowed. Jury's still out. Maybe. You could rise to fame and fortune. I have no idea. So this is good, because I just watched The Matrix, Resurrected, uh-huh. and now it's like we are, in the, we are in the overshadowed world. Like the podcast, the overshadowing is now happening, if that uh-huh, makes sense. Uh-huh. It's like we've gone past the layer. Mm-hmm. We're Where, behind the bookcase. Yeah. So interstellar in the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we have terms. You said meta. Yeah, it does. Yeah. You mentioned, uh, or sorry, we were talking about me and Charles, different terms that we're trying to create on the show. Kind of like you make a nickname for yourself and then kind yeah. of suggest that everyone okay. call you that. That's what we're doing. So you have to do, you got to brand. Yourself. That's a great, that could be a great role for me right now because I'm sure. just going to leave after the show. That's true. And then okay. The idiot term guy came in, uh-huh. gave you all the terms. Speaking of terms, what are the listeners called? Do you have are they are they the listeners? Is it the audience? We have audience. We have listeners. Is it everyone together, or is it a we? It is a, a we. Royal we. We're trying to foster a we. Or is it like I, I thought of the shadies? The shadies is not bad. <laughs> Shades. Yeah, but I think you only that's that's the paywall, right? What is? You only get the shady term. Oh, you're only a shady. Shady <laughs> seems like a kind of an antiquated, maybe racial slur. Oh, <laughs> if you. <laughs> You know, that no one uses anymore, but that was used. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's okay now, but it's still, you know, 
So maybe no on Shadies, but I like where your head's at. I like that you're thinking. We call people who overshadow people, so the famous sibling, we call them shadow casters. Oh. And then it, we call the subjects that we talk about. Oh, my. You would be an overshadow. I'm a shadow caster. Okay. But you are being brought into the light. Okay, not literally. And you're literally being brought into the light. Matrix. We got a ring light. Matrix. Yeah. Matrix. <laughs> yeah. We did eat pills before this. So <laughs> we're ready to go. Uh, well, you have topics prepared, which yep. I love. So, uh, so we're yeah, going yeah, mentioned... to talk about me and you, our history. I think, can I start it off like this? I think we have a, a, a wonderful brotherhood. Yeah, me too. I think it's great. I think it's almost ideal. If not ideal. You know, close, but not like too close. You know, perfect is boring. We're not touching each other. <laughs> well, that would be not perfect. <laughs> you, you, okay. Um, well, you took touching as a sexual thing. Oh, sure. I just meant we're not Oh, you mean like hugging? No, I guess we don't. <laughs> I slap your foot sometimes. You slap my foot? Yeah. If I'm walking by you, give your foot a slap. Okay. Show you I love you. Don't remember that. Yeah, you do. I, oh, don't. Now, See, now it perfect. sounds See, sexual. <laughs> <laughs> now it sounds like I've told you not to admit that you remember this. No, if you're in the den and I'll just slap your foot. Yeah, yeah a great, yeah. A great childhood. <laughs> Good time. <laughs> I did hurt you a lot. Uh, yeah, well, okay, part of the list. So I brought up the list a couple times now. If you'd like to know about the list, I... I've teased the list. Yeah, yeah, I've teased it. Uh, I could run through the whole list now and give a brief intro, and then we could just jump, jump into what we like. For example, the hurting yourself thing. On the list, we used to fight each other with rocks. And it was a beautiful time in my life. (laughs) (laughs) You know what would often happen more than rocks is sand. Because we'd be in the bay. We'd be scooping mud. No, out no, no. Of... I'm talking about when we oh, went to the, on the beach, beach and there were these little, you Still know, things. skipping stone sized rocks and we would just throw them at each other. Pelt them. Yeah. You that was fun. Air attack, like handful, <laughs> scatter. Uh, did we have names for them? Where, no, I mean, <laughs> you did it. <laughs> I guess not. Why it was on all... the other side of the yeah, battle. Corey had strategy. He had a playbook. Or you could go missile, scatter. the missile rock and just fling one at a time and go for precision. Right, right. Did we get hurt? I think, yeah, I think we usually did. someone would get hit in the head. What I something. remember is a lot of people would get sand in their eye. That was in the, the bay, the Chesapeake When we bay. were just throwing sand at each other. Right, well, it was, yeah, it was a mud, it was a mud sand. I yeah. mean, that was great fun. It was though. a muddy ball. It was yeah, the danger. And then, the danger made it fun. It did. And then I wanted to, mom and dad were like, guys, stop it. You're crying every day. You, no, you got to stop throwing get, sand in each other's eyes. And then I'm like, how about we <laughs> take goggles? So we, I still wanted I to keep that. it going. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't as fun with goggles because there was no risk. Yeah, plus it's just the goggles. You, you look you dumb. Little, like you're already throwing sand. My eyes <laughs> hurt. Yeah, I mean, I don't, oh, what are we going to get, a helmet? <laughs> uh, I also remember when you were a boy, a baby, like a toddler. I came up to you in your bed or something, or I don't know, mom was holding you. You were like a baby. And I hit you with a plastic bat. One of those inflated yeah, plastic, I don't soft this. plastic. I believe well, I, well, you wouldn't. Yeah. Because I knocked that out of you. You hit yourself with a bat. Yeah, I did. That, I, that was a really bad injury, That was a bad actually. time. I mean, pre- yeah, but funny, I guess, funny story. Uh, except I was in the hospital. I don't know if it's crying. a funny story. It's kind of a it's, uh, it's like a it's three, not three It's a three-part story. Who, who are the three guys that do the physical comedy? Is that Three Stooges? Oh, Three Stooges, yeah. 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 Well, I had a bat, a baseball bat, like a metal baseball bat in my peewee baseball uniform. I think it was the playoffs. Playoffs when I was 12. No big deal. Uh, we were all nice loading up into the car. Pinstripe 
baseball uniform, and then they found me outside, just my my hands on my face, clutching kneeling, your face, kneeling into the grass. And they're like, "What the hell happened? Are you okay?" I was like, "No, I'm not okay." Um, Corey staring into the sun I, again. I had the I got sand in my eye. I had the metal. <laughs> How? Who were you? Where did he go? I had the metal baseball bat, and then we had this big. Uh, blue exercise ball, like the ones that are three feet, four feet. A yoga ball. Yeah, big ball. Uh, so Great ball. <laughs> obvious, got a bat, see the ball, you got to hit the ball with the bat. I would have uh, did. The, I did that hard. Uh, and then the bat flung back and hit me right in like the temple eye area. Um, so I was, I was out of commission for a solid three months after that. Dude, you went to the hospital, and I remember dad was, it was like bad, nervous. Bad. He was scared. He was also mad because he was like, Corey, you hurt himself. Like he came, <laughs> he's walking back to the car, and I'm like, where are we going? Are we going to the big the game? He's like, get out. Then he took you to the hospital. And then I remember mom relaying the story of like, yeah, they said that if it was like, it, they weren't worried about your eyesight. She was worried about your eyesight, maybe you going blind. I think they were worried about my brain. They were worried about your brain yeah. because they were like, yeah, if this, it was like a minor fracture. Like so a little bit of bone came off, right? I don't know. <laughs> Corey's been knocked loose of all these memories in his life. Well, I was like 12 years old. I mean, Every memory like, that you could have formed also involved a head Well, the injury. doctors to me were just like, are you okay? I'm, like, oh, I'm kind of a nerve embarrassed. I'm still wearing my baseball pants. You and were then, saying, oh, so you were cracking wise. Uh, that's what I was thinking. I don't know if I could even speak Were you actually time. nervous? Oh, okay. <laughs> what, it, what reality happened was, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't really remember. I think I was okay. concussed because I got hit. You might have been in the concussed. Head Did the they metal, never tell you you had a concussion? No, I, I don't remember. I'd be surprised if I didn't, but that was also like 2008 where concussions weren't really the hot topic. Yeah, Will Smith didn't make that movie yet. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of this list is us hitting each other, uh-huh. um, or at least some of it. Well, hold on. Uh, one thing about the baseball bat, yeah. real quick. And yeah. one thing about one piece of advice also is don't feel like we need to burn through topics because we can just stay on okay. one thing for a little bit. Let's. You got some little yeah. slugger facts? I, I don't have any. <laughs> no. You know, A-Rod used the same type of bat to hit his kid. Well, oh. that's Adrian Peterson. Oh, yeah? Is he a baseball player? No, that's a no, football player. No, he's a player. football player. Yeah. Also, I don't think he used a, a bat, per se. But he hit his kids. But he did have a, he had a problem. Hitting his kids. Yeah. With a belt, I think. Ooh. Here's the thing. Here's okay. the thing in, like, 2016. It's a sports show. Sports show. He has a sports show now? No, no, no. This is, this is the sports show. Oh, oh, oh. So you're turning it into a I'm sports show. It, yeah. God, now I'm overshadowed. I don't know anything about sports. <laughs> My mom would used to be like, you need to watch the Super Bowl because people will be talking about it tomorrow and you won't be able to talk to anybody. She'd be like, at least watch the halftime show. Get in here. She wanted to well, fuel that... me with things I could relate to other kids with. And you're like, yes, that was a good idea. I think it is a good idea. It was a good idea. They made us play ball sports for that same reason so that we could. Well, I liked it. I mean, me more than you. (laughs) My dad one time was coaching our soccer game, and I wanted to sit out. I don't know. He told me that I wouldn't be starting, that I would, like, go in mid-game. And I was like, Jesus. And he's like, don't be happy about that. You're showing people. You're the the coach's son. Yeah, he was the coach. Coach's son being like, I don't want to play. He never coached my teams, I don't think. He knew I needed it. Okay. (laughs) He knew that if it wasn't him... That it would be, I'd be torn to shreds. But no, your baseball bat, the doctors were worried about your brain and that if like, but they had told mom, like if it went three inches higher, it could have damaged his brain. I'm like, that's so far. And I bet doctors get their jollies off of being like, it could have hit his brain, but he's fine. And we're here. And we're here. Because I did. (laughs) Look at me when you're grateful for that. I think they have a bit of a power complex. I think I get nervous around doctors though. You injured yourself a fair number of times in kind of serious ways. Yeah. You broke your collarbone. Uh, yeah. You put your finger in a door and a preschool teacher closed it on it, and then your pinky was hanging off of your hand. That was bad. 
You cut your shin on glass. I mix up that one with 9-11 sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like, where were you? Like, because I knew we left the preschool, and it was sort of urgent. This is my 9-11. <laughs> my tower's down. Uh, to be, I saw I was born in 1996, so that means I was five during 9-11, if I'm doing the math right. Yeah, so it was maybe yeah. a year apart. Or, uh, four, and wow. when I turned five. Uh, what a domino for you. <laughs> what an emotional dominoes. But I think that's preschool age, and I just I would just remember being in the car like we we gotta get out of here. It was probably the time in your life that you felt the worst ever, uh, just like emotionally. Maybe. Broken, didn't you I've see been your... broken up with a couple times? <laughs> to date, I mean, as yeah, a five. Yes, yeah. Exactly. Not now. <laughs> no, no. That's still one of the worst moments of your life, right? No, like your pinky. Did you see your finger hanging off? Yeah, it was like my fingernail. My finger. I still have a little cut. Um, oh, it was up scar. here. Yeah, it was basically my fingernail. It like was coming off not like fingernail like the but whole the whole finger. part yeah that would be the that decides yeah the size of the fingernail that decides whether you have a fingernail should i be looking at you or the camera look at me for the look at me for the audience unless you want to okay play the crowd <laughs> what i was going to bring up about um us hitting each other yeah usually i think almost always by accident i can't remember a time we actually like fought fought but um yeah but usually i'd push you or something and then it would go too far. Uh, I remember a lot of slapping, I think. Slapping, hitting, pushing, but then you'd fall into something and that would hurt you. Yeah. And then, One time uh, you were peeing. Sorry, Corey was an idiot. Sorry, Corey <laughs> can't, doesn't have any balance. <laughs> He's not sturdy. <laughs> He's not. Uh, but uh, there was one time when we were on the jungle gym and I was climbing across the monkey bars. <laughs> yeah, I have this. And you were on a, you had this? I have this. You were on a swing, swinging and swinging as. Swingers do. I'm a swinger. And, Put my keys in a bucket. Uh, all right, we were weird. We're weird family, I guess, where we always just kept boards. Like we just we keep boards. Anytime we see a good board, we keep it, and we had stored it on top of the monkey bars. Uh huh. And maybe that was just for us to stand and play on. I don't really know why there were two. No, by I fours think Dad was putting there. it up there because he's like, "That's about the size of my board." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep it straight. Yeah. Uh, and I. Yeah. I was on monkey bars being a monkey, as they do, and I flipped the board over, and it hit Zach right in the head. And it was a pretty big board. Yeah. Uh, and you were swinging, so I think there was extra. It was extra the length of a full set of monkey bars. That's And, yeah. and the width of a normal two-by-four. It wasn't, no, I think it was like a two-by-six. Okay. <laughs> and, yeah, I hit you, like a two by I hit a you in the head, and I was like, shit, that was a pretty big board. <laughs> yeah. And you were hurt, I believe, pretty badly. Hurt enough that you couldn't, like, chase me. Per se, <laughs> so debilitated. I yeah yeah. So I got off those monkey bars and ran inside, and I think I locked myself in our parents' bedroom. And oh I think I called mom, being like, "I just hit Zach with a big board." And Where think, were the parents? I think I they were away. I don't know. I remember calling someone, and their mom was just like, "Stay, yeah, don't don't interact with each other for the time being until we get home." I remember I locked myself in mom's bedroom. That's pretty. Uh, I, I remember b- feeling lucky because the board hadn't just hit me straight. It had hit the, uh, the other side had hit the ground and then it had smacked oh, okay. me. That's so it was good. like, it was, yeah, it could have been worse. Did you think you killed me? No. No, I, I knew you were. But I did get up well, from the I swing was, and like, was like. I was fearful because I thought you were going to come get me. <laughs> yeah, well, so I, I knew you weren't dead. I wasn't one of those zombies. Yeah. I wasn't one of the <laughs> chasing you, you. I was, was very slow. There was more danger. Yeah, I don't know. How I mean, times, now how many I, times do you think we've been concussed? Like, that's a good because that's like that's a bad that was a bad one. I ran into the trampoline once, but that was my chest. Oh not, yeah, 
not my head. What happened? Did you just not I jump? I was just sprinting through our And then yard. the controls didn't hit a, jump? We had a trampoline. No, no, no. I was just looking, like, backwards. Like, I think we were, like, maybe... You rear-ended the trampoline. Or something. <laughs> With your body. No, no. It was my chest. I know. Yeah, I got clotheslined. By yeah, but if you were cars, you would have rear-ended it. Oh, yeah. That's what happened. You, you were texting I was texting while driving. Yeah. What's how much... List? How what's the What's our cut rate? Our length? Uh, what do you mean, cut rate? Oh, I can cut anything. Yeah, yeah. But, like, what are you expecting uh, Charles and I, if we record two hours, we'll get like one hour ten, one hour fifteen, and if we record like one thirty, we might get like an hour. I mean, there's some intro babble that of just me and him catching up to like get in the groove that we'll just I'll just cut or I'll save for later. Okay. <clears throat> but yeah, think about like whatever we record, maybe half of it or maybe a lot, because you know Charles says a lot of stuff about a lot of groups that I gotta cut. <laughs> Do you? When do you I'm just kidding. when do you bridge from Charles to Chuck? I've called them Chuck, Chuckles, Charles. But yeah, but is there like Zeno. always being Chuck right now, or is it? Just no, there's like, no. I don't ascribe any personality to his okay. different names. I've got a friend, Peter. Yeah. who I'll switch between Peter and Pete based on how he's acting. Really, I think so. Who's yeah. Pete? Pete's more of like the Midwest common folk, mm-hmm. and then Peter. He's a peasant. He's from Michigan. Pete the peasant. Alpena, Michigan, northern Michigan. Al Peter. Uh, Al Peter, yes. Uh, and then Peter is like the guy who also finds street furniture. But in like oh, kind so of a tasteful no... way. Peter's the intellectual. Okay, because it didn't sound like it. <laughs> You're like, so one guy's a Midwestern hick, and the other guy uh, takes trash from the street. <laughs> no, I'm sitting on. And street. he's the smart I'm guy. I'm sitting on street furniture, right? Yeah, now. we found it. I, You spotted it. I, I, I wanted it. You always have to have the eye. You got to have the eye. Eye's always open. <laughs> always looking for the street. No, you've got some good street finds. You're a good little raccoon. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. a little uh, apartment raccoon. There's a whole dining room table that's never been put together in this basement. Really? Yeah, but it could be one day. <laughs> so you haven't even proven that it's all there. I think it's all there. It's got table and four legs. I looked at it. Table and four legs. What else do you need? I don't know. Some and screws, some screws, maybe? It's got a Ziploc baggie taped to really? it. Really? Screws. So they knew someone was going to take yes. this. Oh. It's kind of a weird unspoken, This like... chair, not out there for long. <laughs> this chair? <laughs> yeah, this chair. It wouldn't have been. These go. <laughs> <laughs> Such authority. They do. Such not, I would consider you not an expert in much, but in, yeah, street finds, you're an expert. I guess that's a compliment. It is a compliment. Okay. It's a skill. Yeah, I agree. Like, you could be on a show called, like, Street Finds, which would be like a companion show to Storage Wars. I would love that. You'd, you'd be a great storage warser. Well, that's kind of a dream job. I, well, the yeah. thing is, part of the reason I love it so much is the spontaneity of it. You don't know when you're going to. Spontaneity. Yeah. Spontaneity or newity? Newity. Well, like new, spontaneity. Yeah. But like, it's like found treasure. You don't yeah. go hunting for it. It finds you. And then you have the connection. Yeah. I had a cushion. Right. And it's, you know, it's a moment. It's a little treasure. You, you bond together that way. And then you shove it in your trunk and be like, this is a great find. And then you call up a friend like Peter, not Pete, and be like, dude, guess I sent him a picture of this chair. Like, I just found this on the street. Can you believe it? <laughs> you don't even want to sell it? No, I just, like, Can just you believe put it, it, keep it all in the basement. <laughs> Am I, I might be a hoarder. Pile it up until one day you die, <laughs> and yeah. your things are put out on the street for other street like, finders. Wow, this idiot left this on the street. <laughs> <laughs> what a fool. I'm basically stealing from him. So you're in it for the yeah you're in it for the game you're not Correct. selling any of these things. So, yeah. it's a 
thrill ride. So how how is that a dream job if you're not making any money? Well, if they if I had a show, then it's content. Or a shop, then it's content, baby. Yeah. Wow. But you would still have oh, to sell it. Oh, I would it. love to have a secondhand furniture shop. Okay. Just wheeling and dealing like yeah. dining room sets. Are yeah. You kidding me? Selling machines coming in and yeah. out. I mean, people just have, they have to get rid of them. Yeah. But no one has you to could buy set them. It, you could set it up in a college town. You know the turnover in these towns? I it's guess. crazy. Oh, you're yeah. acquiring I, furniture. We got to cut this. I don't got to cut this bit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. It's behind the paywall, baby. <laughs> they got to pay to play. Pay, hey, you, if you want to invest, all right, there's no stealing, swindling of this man's idea. He will not be Stop overshadowed any longer. Fucking talking about <laughs> There's a lot of college towns where you can make that happen. <laughs> Unless you want to make a national chain that monopolizes college towns. But it's my point like, is that I'm not saying the issue is getting the furniture. You'll find the furniture. Getting people to buy the furniture. Are you going to restore it? Are you going to build it? Are you uh, going to polish it? If you put this chair in a thrift shop in Manhattan, that's a $120 price tag. And you call it vintage. Vintage. You'd French. have to clean it up though. If you've seen the legs, there's holes in it. No, people like the patina. That's not patina. That's that's insect oh, rot. Yeah, call it patina. <laughs> that's bite marks. It's good. Termites. It's a good, it's a good chair. It is a good chair. You'd have to spruce it up. I don't think you would. Yes, you would. If you have a lot of new stuff and then like one. You may know the. Thing, go ahead. It's gonna like this lamp. You, no one can see the lamp, but it's this one right here. Oh, it's nice. It's but it's old. It's not a it's not a lamp you'd buy new, but the fact that no, it like it's sort of the the mid century modern thing. Yeah, but mom said it was like a then three hundred dollar lamp. This was a three hundred dollar chair at its birth. You don't need to reupholster it or anything. I think if you just gotta like polish or paint the wood, repaint the wood at the very re white paint the wood. I don't even I don't even mind the the marks. <laughs> the coffee stains, the blood, the jizz. I am positive you could sell this chair. In Manhattan. Now, I don't know what we're talking about rents for a showroom in Manhattan. I'm positive you could sell this chair for $90. Positive. <laughs> we should list it. No, it's... <laughs> we should list it on, <laughs> to prove a point. Okay. <laughs> well, then you got to get it. So this was a whole thing with the chair. It's Zach's chair. Thank you. Yeah. You've taken everything from but, me. Uh, oversh overshadowed? Um, no, I, I do feel it. But you can't fit it in your Pontiac G6 no. to get it to Brooklyn. Well, not. you can. You just won't. No, I can't. You can strap it to the roof. I could in That's a very unsafe, unwieldy, unpractical, disastrous option do any of these things you're about to suggest. You could strap it to the roof, uh -huh. put it like back down yes. so it's aerodynamic. It's just a big shark fin on yep. the roof. It might could go faster. <laughs> actually that's downforce that's downforce yeah. it's f1 racing it's pressing you against the yeah. pavement yeah 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 so that's i think a great option you yeah, can pop the trunk uh and then just you know do the classic shoved in the back 12 bungee cords trunk to trunk to trunk the only thing is sometimes these trunks don't have great like hooks that's uh, not going back with me i don't think i want to saw it in half put it in the car I want to just, I want to King Solomon this thing. I want to cut this baby <laughs> in two. I know you love it. But I mean, you know, I don't know. It might be five years until I use this chair. Yeah. Until any of us. I'm happy if, if anyway. you know, it stays in the family. That's it stays me too. In the family. That's what's important. Yeah. Is that it stays. But in we're going to have it. And when, when we do use it, we're going to be like, wow. <laughs> so so glad we made that decision. On that investment. Christmas, Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve of 2021. It was the Lord. The Lord gave us this chair. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Uh, what else you got on your list? 
I have, uh, I have, okay, overshadowed the time just to get, so that was the 20 minutes where we don't talk about anything related to the podcast. Sure. Right? And now we're going to get into. Now we start. Overshadowed. Dun, 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 the theme song. Should we do it again? What? Just in case. Welcome to Overshadowed. Yeah. The intro. Charles and I do like to do the intro at the end. You can do it. <clears throat> Welcome to Overshadowed. I'm Corey. This is Zach. And I am Overshadowed. The lawsuit is pending. Corey <laughs> uh, suing me for overshadowing so, him. Uh, no, no suits. Warriors don't need it. Family. Family. Ohana. You settle this like men. Ohana. Grab a rock. Yeah. Meet me by the beach. Let's go. I'll put a board on your head. Uh, <clears throat> I have you being better at drums than me, and then underscore, or not underscore, but a little line, drum teacher was a pedophile. Yes. I played guitar and you played drums. Yeah. So... Growing up, I got into the drums because Zach is the music fan. He's always been pretty good at music. He started out with guitar, and then because he was good at guitar, or maybe it was a chicken or the egg thing, we also really played Rock Band a lot, the video game. And Zach was usually guitar. I was usually drums. Sometimes I'd get crazy, do a little bass. Bass? A little uh, bass line. That's when you were feeling like it was a hard song. You go bass. Yeah. Well, uh, because, I mean, bass is... Usually you're just doing like red, 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 orange, red, 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 red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stamina. It's a marathon. Yeah. Bass. Yeah. And I always had like the player two guitar. Yeah, Corey was the side banana. He was definitely in the sidecar. I was, yeah. You were. Overshadowed. Overshadowed. You were. And I would make you, there was this thing in rock band called the, you were so mad, the endless set list and it was like <laughs> 52 songs that you couldn't pause through i don't think i really don't think you were allowed to pause or maybe you could or like the achievement was you didn't pause we couldn't pause yeah, we had you to- had to pee and i'm like forcing Corey through this <laughs> death march that he didn't even want to go on like you'd play with me like five songs max and we both had to be on expert or something or hard we had the, we got the score the trophy of the of the lowest difficulty we were on. So if we were on hard and I was on expert, we would get a hard yeah, trophy. So I was so I was just trying to complete it at some level, and I needed a second person. And uh, Corey was I was the second person unwilling. I was a warm body in the basement. I think you gave up. I think we didn't do it. No, I don't think we ever. I think did yeah, the yeah. long playlist. Should we do it now? No, on the pod. <laughs> Uh, but back to the... This is all just me getting you to finish the Infinite playlist. Yeah. I mean, anyway, so, but when I wouldn't play, I think during the playlist, I would usually do bass mm-hmm. because the drums, I could at least somewhat reach. Oh, another thing that was hard for me with the bass, I got these fat palms and these stubby little fingers. Yeah, I guess And I do. can't spread them. Like, if I ever tried to play piano, I couldn't do it because they, I got like webbed hands or something. <laughs> like, I can't spread my fingers out a lot. I'm like a frog boy. No, move your. You play guitar. <laughs> Look, go as far wide as you can with your left hand. My left hand. Left hand. See, you almost got 180. Thumb the pinky. Oh, you're right. What do you got? I'm at like 70. You're degrees. at an acute angle. <laughs> <laughs> you're so triangle. that was an issue getting the orange button on yeah. the guitar. Um, can you palm a basketball? No. I can do it with my left hand. Oh, but you got a fat palm. My... How big's your hand? Ooh. Other way. Other way. Other way. Left one's bigger than my right one. I don't know why. Straight. There's a moment. There's a moment. Clip it. <laughs> we were playing rock band, and you were always so I much. I was playing. Corey was struggling. All right. Easy. <laughs> hey, man. I'm going fl- to flip the table. It's not that kind of show. Uh, uh, it's not the kind of show. Zach was always, I'm going to interrupt if you keep 
Get, get none of my stuff. <laughs> Just <laughs> Corey's very by the book. He came with a list. He has an agenda. To say the well, least. Go do ahead. You want, do you want me to get to the yeah, pedophile yeah, yeah, bit? Because yeah. that's the big bit. Let's do the big Let's bit. Do, Let's go to the big bit. <laughs> <laughs> so Zach was way better at the rock band drums yeah. than I was. Yeah. Because Zach was like in the music, I think myself and the family in general was like, oh, we should give Corey a shot. Yeah. So I started taking drum lessons when I was like 13, 12, maybe 14. I think it was middle school. I think it was 12 based on the other part of the story. So yeah, I was 12 years old, just started drum lessons. They got me a drum kit for Christmas. A cheap drum kit, but a full size, like it was a drum, it was a drum set. It was a drum, oh yeah, yeah, I'll take a picture. I mean, it's loud. It's loud, yeah, it's, it's loud. they are drums. Uh, and I would be playing that, going to my drum lessons, trying out rock band, sort of keeping my head above Dipping his toe. My head above water, you yeah. know, getting some basic. Figuring out what it's like to keep the beat. Basic stuff down. Yeah. <laughs> Groove. And then one day after, you know, we were playing rock band for the past three years, Zach said, oh, hey, these songs, they look pretty similar to the, uh, like, I think I could play the rock band drums. Drums and rock band are the most similar to the instrument in real life. Yeah. I mean, you're just hitting things. And you got a foot pedal. And there's, yeah, there's four things. You got a foot pedal. Well, the foot pedal is the biggest part. Yeah. And you're basically just, you know. one you learn of the, rhythm. Yeah. And then one day he just tried out a rock band song on the actual drum set. And he was like, freaking killed it. Yeah, he was five years better at the drum set than me. And I didn't play drums ever, ever. Fuck that. I'm not going to be with that. I was the grasshopper in your hand, and then I became the master. I don't even think you were the grasshopper. You just like became, you were born into, you were Jesus. I was nothing. Born of God. I was nothing. And then I big banged it. Yeah. Big banged you out of drumming. And I was just sitting there uh, crying. (laughs) What's the point? Uh, So I stuck to my ball. Were you disappointed? I did, uh, I did feel bad after hearing that. No, I wasn't disappointed. It was just like reality hit me. <laughs> it's yeah. like, this isn't for me, which is good because we believe. I didn't know about this until <laughs> three years ago. Can I? Go ahead. You want to you I say? do want to tell you because I knew it in the way that me and mom discussed it and experienced it, which was that Corey had a drum teacher who was very, and I wanted to talk about how, who the, how this guy was, describe it. Oh, like, there were What was signs. he like? There were signs. There were signs. So, <laughs> without, you know, I think it might be clear where we're going with this, but without saying it explicitly, what do you mean? What were the signs? Yeah, what was this guy like? So this guy, he was a, a larger person. man. Yes. Um, Toad-like. I would say the, uh, upper 50s. Reminded I mean, kind of the type of guy where it's sort of hard to tell their age because you don't know if it's their age or if they're just kind of ugly and they haven't aged well. Right. But overall, nice guy. Very nice to me. Very nice. He was a little overweight. Pale, bad You've haircut. You've mentioned the weight. Sort of balding. <laughs> Ugly. Glasses. I think he had glasses. Uh-huh. Mustache? Thing, uh, I don't think he had a mustache. All right. No, just, I think he was clean shaven. Um, and he always made a point to keep, I think, I don't remember this, but I heard, remember hearing this from the parents. He always made a point to keep the drum lesson room door open mm. during the session. Just what you want when you're practicing yeah. drums. Yeah, in a music studio. In, in a shop. <laughs> it, was, it was music and arts, right? Yeah. Yeah. There, does yeah, does there the guy m- still work there? I don't know. I haven't spoken to him since. Yeah, I'm sure well, you love the that. NDAs. Uh, anyway, I mean, the reason this is all coming out on the podcast and not just, oh, this guy had drum lessons is because my parents think he's a pedophile and I still <laughs> kept going to the drum lesson. You weren't there yet. Okay. <laughs> and he was the one, he, you know, continuity, stability is important, you know, in terms of development. 
<laughs> I don't know if this, where this guy works, what this guy's name is. But you're like me tooing him. <laughs> Not that he did anything. No, you? he didn't do it. He, he didn't great. do anything. I mean, he was an okay drum teacher. At the end of the day, I didn't learn the drums very well. All right, yeah. But that was a red flag because he was I always how to like, walk this like a kid, pretty boy. <laughs> this kid is incredible. You gotta keep him coming, dude. Yes, he would. He would tell my mom, who would then tell me. She knew I was a good drummer. She was like, "Yeah, this guy is really interested in Corey. He's very encouraging. He says that he like he really thinks he like has what it takes. You know, he's grooming you." And he's like, "I'd like him for him to come down to my studio in Washington D.C., which is like a fifty-minute drive from where we live, yeah. and where you went was like fifteen minutes." So he's like, "Yeah, I'd like for him to come down. We can do like a private lesson, private session in like my studio. It's like really good equipment. I will keep the door open. It's not a problem." And <laughs> we're like, "What?" And then <laughs> me and my mom are talking about this, and she's basically asking me, do you think Corey is good enough to merit this kind of offer? Why is this guy so interested in my cute little boy? Nom, nom, nom. And then we hear you on the drums downstairs, like not really in rhythm. Trying you're speeding up. You're slowing down. <laughs> you're trying to figure it out. You're working on it. Okay, he's not. We, like, the kid's got heart. But we hear him just dun 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 da ba da ba, and me and mom were like, he's he wants to fuck him, <laughs> he wants to have sex with Corey. We can't let him go. Yeah, and then, um, but again, I never knew about any of this during the actual time. Could have been nice to be like mention it to Corey, the guy in the room with the alleged pedophile. With the alleged. <laughs> yeah, alleged. This is all above bar. Yep. yep. We don't not above bar. We, he overpants. Appeared. It's all overpants like, stuff. <laughs> A stereotypical. And he would always... Right. I used to Let's have... Let's not judge a pedophile by their yeah, appearance. Yeah, no, great guy, great guy. Great guy. <laughs> I, always, I used all these to have handshakes. sort of the long, like, I don't know, Justin Biebery hair. And are it you, wasn't as good as Justin Bieber. Are you pumping your own tires right now? <laughs> well, I fucking have to. I wasn't very good at the drums yet. And he, I would like kind of flip my hair a lot when I was um, <laughs> no, 12, <it's> agitated. 12 <laughs> young teens age. Um and he would always like I would like I keep doing this in the drum lesson. It wasn't a drum lesson. I wasn't flipping my hair for him. It was just a thing I did. And every time I did it, he would always like almost giggle and be like, oh, "You flip your hair so much." Really, and drool a little. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, sorry. I just gotta get it." Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sorry. Uh, yeah, it was a little like that. Um, oh, please. He also he had a whispery voice like that. Yeah. He was. Um, alleged. <laughs> so I'm glad, I, I'm glad we were uh, real people and knew this kid, myself, sucked at drums and did not deserve a ride in a like a Chrysler Pacifica yes. down to D.C. Yes. with this fat, balding drum man. I was also in a car with a very overweight man who was my boss at Northrop Grumman, and uh, he was a really nice guy. And nothing, nothing had. They all, they all, they all are. <laughs> they start as very nice, and they get a little pushy. They get too nice. Mm -hmm. Serving me drinks. Don't worry about it. Just get loose. What? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Stay loose. Yeah. Uh, oh wait, sorry. We're being real about your ability, yes. and that saved you. Yeah. I guess you could say prevented you. I think you could say that. All right. I think if I you gotta be real, or else you start <laughs> deluding yourself and be like, my son's a star, you know, and then you're like, my son is a victim, you yeah. know? But you well, can also, avoid that. besides the child touching, I think it's just good for waste of time. Mental health reasons. Yeah, like yeah. let's not 
tell these kid he, this kid he's great at ping pong when he can. Did you like the drums? Uh, I would. It's like golf. Like I would have liked it if I was good at if it. If you were good at it, okay. yeah. Because I really like playing the drums. Like it's it jealous. <laughs> Are you? It'd be nice. Yeah. Jess, uh, when I lived with Jess, she would always my ex girlfriend. She would tell me that. Uh, Wait before you before you. Do, I got other things, people. Corey's got other topics to discuss. No, no, no. I am good at other things. Oh, he is good at other. Yeah, you're very <laughs> good. You're a, you're a little street raccoon. You're a little scavenger yeah, yeah. of of furniture. Uh, you are. You're Just very a, handy. Get, am I getting too shadowed? You're good at the boat. No, you're not too shadowed. Are you overcasting Corey me. Corey thinks he's six feet deep right now. He's, <laughs> he's in the eternal shadow. <laughs> no. No, you're great. You have a lot of you have a lot of pros. We're just talking about, you know, how I was. Be- I did overshadow. I know. I just, you. I just wanted. I wanted to make the point that I'm not. Yes. Yeah. I think you're great. Yeah. Okay. Cool. You got a lot to offer. Thanks. Thanks, Zach. You're welcome. Uh, you live on a freaking boat. I mean, we should talk about that. Yeah. You want to talk about the boat? I want to talk about your boat life. I okay. want to talk about it because you gotta, you know, to honor the concept of the podcast, we are supposed to bring you into the light, talk about you. Yeah. That's and true. we have. That's, oh, that's a great point. Thank you. In terms of your shortcomings, but now okay. we can also in terms of your longcomings. There we go. go okay, ahead. so yeah, I uh, so I made the decision. So it was a Plan B decision. Yep. To move onto a boat. That's true. How much do people know about me? How much do people know about you? Yeah, I heard that. Uh, you should have listened to the bagpipe. One, it was the thanks- that's when I Thanksgiving you. episode. Right. Like a, a while ago, that talked about me in London. So right now I'm living in. <laughs> yeah. I'm living in London. Uh, and I just did a master's degree there, which I didn't think it was. That's a separate topic. It was, I didn't think the education was super it's good. It was a joke. It was a joke. It was a freaking joke. Uh, but, but they the paid of, him. They paid. Can you talk about that real quick? Sure. So I got a, uh, I used to have a job in finance and I hated it. It was like the worst six months of my life when I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have to do this forever. I think your job was semi-interesting. Just like two minutes. I think your job was kind of so. It was the first one. Yeah, he would. Be, he would. You would basically figure out legally. You would be like brought into lawsuits to figure out the monetary damage of copyright infringement. Yeah. So if somebody made a if somebody made a crappy Bowflex, you would be like, well, this is how much money Bowflex lost. Yeah, be- and it's basically uh, this financial firm got hired by one side of the legal team, so Bowflex was getting sued by like. <laughs> Peloton or something. Really? Uh, no. Uh, the actual one I worked on was Flywheel versus Peloton. Oh. And we were Flywheel, who was getting overshadowed by Peloton. Not happy about it. I well, just Peloton's snuck in. doing good. Did you catch that? I snuck in the I word. Got it. Snuck it in? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Peloton, then Peloton sued Flywheel, and then we got hired to figure out how much money Flywheel owes Peloton. And we were trying to make the number as low as possible, and they were trying to make the number as high as possible on the other side of the lawsuit. But the whole infringement is like intellectual property, so it's nothing real. And basically you're it's trying- It's not even a product? It's, it's the patent itself. So okay. Flywheel supposedly copied Peloton's patent. Wow. And because they did that, they owe Peloton money for using their intellectual property yeah. as an idea. Which big picture, it's pretty interesting, you know, idea for a business or a company or whatever, where you're basically trying to value like a, how much is the idea of a bike? What is an idea a cost? A bike with you know a social media. Yeah, I would like a TED talk about that. Not maybe a whole company, you know. In yeah. terms of your involvement, I'm sure it was interesting yeah. to a point. Well, what, what my literal job was, I read 10,000 Peloton reviews and highlighted each and every one and like double checked them. 
tons of times and highlighted why people liked the bike. Building a case. So, yeah. You're a little because data gatherer. They, they said, look, I've seen your work with furniture. I'd like to see you on these yeah. reviews. Okay, this guy can oh, find things. I got brainwashed by Peloton. It's the best product in the world. I was reading all these customer reviews. I read 10,000. Diane is so happy. Well, no, it wasn't even I read 10,000 customer reviews. I read all of the Peloton reviews. I think there was 4,000 of them. What did they say? What were like the perks? Did you feel like you oh, were? Oh, we made, we made a whole like categorized list. There was like yeah. the competitiveness. Taxonomy. The fact that you can like race other people. The whole shape of the bike. The feel of the wheel. It was a whole big thing. Uh-huh. And we were, I think, the we were, burn after. We I were love specifically the burn. trying to value how much the fact that you could race other people was worth as opposed to the whole machine itself. In terms of sales and bottom, like, Yeah, so based, based on these reviews, we were trying to figure out how many of the reviews specifically liked the feature uh-huh. that you were connected to other people, to other people and racing them. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Live, specifically live, like the recorded stuff. Right now, different part of the patent. No, wow. but you can like race people live on a Peloton. Who are race. also taunting, taunting, Pelotoning. Yes. <laughs> uh, Your fellow yeah. taunters. So we, uh, so everyone that got like a live, like every customer was like, you know, Jesse from Montgomery, Alabama. Oh my god, it's so fun to like get on there with my cousins. They see someone see. who's probably Republican. They're like, I'm gonna fucking kill this guy. <laughs> I don't know why I did a Valley Girl accent for Jessica in Montgomery, Alabama. Well, you never know. She could have moved. Yeah, she's from LA. Uh, but um, hi, I'm from Alabama. <laughs> I got I got brainwashed by this company, thinking yeah. like, oh my god, this bike's gonna change my life. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta buy this bike. And I, I haven't bought the bike, but uh, well, good. Should have bought the stock. Missed it. I liked actually that Peloton thing. That was like a fun part of the job, and it was still like the most tedious. That was thing the fun ever. part. Yeah. Wow. A lot of it was I was just a copy paste monkey. Um, in Excel, it was a lot of Excel, just doing, you know, doing the thing where you like click left and right arrows and like going up and down the staircase on Excel just because you're bored. Have you ever done that? I was like, where is he going? What function is he it's, performing? That's pretty deep in the, in the game there. Yeah. But anyway, I hated the job and I was looking for other things to do. And I liked, I took an urban planning class senior year of undergrad at Michigan. And I like I like streets and buildings and all those. I like maps. There's a big map. You do like me. maps. He, he specifically requested to be in front of the map. I did. Uh, He's a map man. Uh, map Why man. do you like maps? Uh, uh, there's so much to look at. I like the physical there's space a limited of amount it too. to look at. Like the fact that like you can point to a map and then like that's a place. Uh-huh. And then like it's connected. That's the world. That's the world we're yeah. living in, man. Do you get it? I don't get it. No, <laughs> I do get it. You know what really trips me out? I was talking to a friend about this. When you fly somewhere or you drive a long distance. Oh, I love with a window seat. Sure. Yeah. While you see the world. Yeah. But then you're just there. You're just like in Ohio. You're like, how the, what? <laughs> I'm here now? But I was there. That's really what I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How yeah. am I here? Oh, I get that so much going to London now. You cross the ocean. Yeah, it's a different that's world. gotta be weird. It's crazy. Plus the time zone. It's like a different day. What's yeah. going on? People um, are talking like this suddenly. Yeah. But uh, so I wanted to change from the finance job, and I applied to uh, two master's programs, one at UCL and one at LSE, London School of Economics and University College London, I think, for an urban planning program. Because one, I wanted to get out of money finance numbers. Two, I like maps. I had been to Europe uh, over a study abroad thing in undergrad. You're a global guy. Mr. International. You have become Mr. International. Uh, we, uh, so, and I really liked it over there. One, because, you know, the pace is a little bit slower. People are living life a little more. 
smoking cigarettes, not worrying about. Yeah, things. it's not like we're number one. They're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, people people don't like working over there as much, or like aren't forced. They see into working it, for what it aren't is. Forced into the the grind, the grind as much. And I was like, I want a piece of that. Yeah. Uh, so I. You've just, also met some nice ladies over there. Yeah, it's. You've been, told me stories. You're like, yeah, this girl from Spain. I'm like going to Bucharest. She's like, I'm. I'll see you there. Uh, that was that was an American girl, but still. Well, she was in Spain at the time. Yeah. And then she and then met we you went we Prague. went to Budapest. Budapest. Grand Budapest. Yeah, it was Budapest. that was a good trip. I'm sure it was. Saw the baths. Um, so Is that I wanted. What you called it? Okay. Uh, the they got like the heated baths. Oh, okay. Did you bathe? It's a big no. It's a big Did y'all bathe? We like yeah. It's like swimming, but yeah. We swam in the baths. Is that famous? The that fam- There's like old men. They kind of look like the Japanese monkeys. There's in like the steam. There's like old men sitting there, and they have these pet like um, I don't know if it's marble, but they what have do you these- mean by Japanese monkeys? You know the monkeys that go into the like the geothermal ponds? No way. No. And it's in like it's in a snow covered mountain. Oh, are they white? And they got like white, and they got red faces. They're like they're like uh, yeti. It baboons. looks like the best life out there. They're like yeti baboons. A house cat. Um, yeah, sort of. Like I mean, white. it's a large monkey. Yeah. It might be an ape. I think it's a monkey, though. Ape? I think they have tails. That's what is know. an ape? Apes, no tails, monkeys, tails. Really? I've never known that. Yeah. Apes, no tails? Apes, no tails. Gorilla's an ape. Yes. Orangutan's an ape. Yes. That's It's very binary like that. Wow. Now you know. Crocodile, alligator. Uh, crocodile, saltwater, alligator, freshwater. Okay. Very good. Cayman, I don't know what the deal is with Cayman. Small. If they bite you, it's not even a problem, really. They're fun. Yeah. They're fun. <laughs> they're, they're, you know, throw them around, grab them by the tail, hammer toss them back into the swamp. But there's these guys in Budapest that are playing chess in the in the bath heated bath pool. It's like a geothermal bath. Is it floating chess? No, it's like a big pillar that comes out of the pool. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's nice. And um, they look like, I don't know, they reminded me of the Japanese monkeys. It's very, it's a very like soothing yet surreal still sort of like a very masculine thing i don't know why yeah, yeah, but they yeah. like playing these old 60 year olds playing chess in the pool it's like clearly it's a thing they're doing every yeah but it's steamy every two yeah <laughs> it's steamy and that's nice there's an there's an ambiance you know is that a covid festering den all the steam or does that kill it you know i feel like it could either carry it or kill it or or, or make you know flatten it humidity yeah does it get I think all spiced it would carry up it. i think it would spice it up i agree well, don't go to any baths anytime soon. Yeah. Do, are we circling back to the Masters? We could circle back. Well, I also want to say that the way that you got it, which was that they offered you a scholarship. Yes. And then you didn't see that email. Oh, that bit. Yeah. So um, yeah, that was a great email. Uh, so I applied to the schools in November, got into UCL and LSC, I think both in March, and then COVID happened. I was like, fuck, I, I'm not moving while there's COVID. I'm probably just going to, like, stay around Michigan. I was thinking about moving to Chicago. Uh, so I had an email sitting around. It was from LSC. It was, like, some admissions thing. I, there was just an email sitting in my inbox that I got a full-ride scholarship to the Urban, pr- urban Planning Program burp, 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 burp. at LSC. <laughs> and then with, like, a living stipend. Yeah, just showering and you with money. I was there for a week, and I, and I saw the email, called Mom. I was like, okay, I think I'm moving to London. Yeah. I thought that they gave you another email that was like, hey, this is for real. These are the details. And you saw that email. That might be right. I don't know. It was all kind of a blur. (laughs) 
Corey's been concussed for many years now. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Well, <laughs> we also, and we do think you're very smart. Thank you. I think everyone in this family is pretty smart. But we were like, why did they give you the full ride with a style? That's a generous offer. I, I think it was, I wrote, well, this is, I wrote a really good admissions essay, ah. I think. Well, I don't know. I had good qualifications. You charmed him. The people at the school also had similar yeah. stuff. But my admissions essay was in? like, I'm from the U.S. Like, I see what's happening here politically. I studied <laughs> economics. My and, drum teacher was a pedophile. Yeah, I'm a refugee. I studied economics and environment in college. Those were my two, like, majors. And I was in a job, and I've only been using my economics degree in the job. And it seems like that's all they value. Well, I have this other knowledge with the environment degree that talks about social externalities and sort of a better way of doing things that can make sense from not only a financial perspective, but also like be better for the world too. Yeah. Like you can make money off of sustainable things. Those sure. are two separate things. Uh, and, you know, I concluded the essay with like, it was, you know, it was 500 words or something, two pages. I really want to change this, this path I'm heading on and like try to like do something better for the world. And I think, you know, this program and LSE could really help me achieve that. And I'd love to, you know, take this leap and get this international experience that would just be amazing for one, you know, my education and two, just be a great experience in life. Uh, like, sold. Yeah. And so I think that <laughs> take all our money worked well for them. I think it did. But now You're like, like I'm, I'm, I'm well, in the arms of a corporate devil. And I just <laughs> want to make the world better with buses that run on electricity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're like, and then, absolutely. Yes. Did <laughs> Please, the, did come the schooling, to school. went to school. He did schooling. I tried to, went to university. Went to university. I can't do Came home on holiday. Overshadowed. He's a lot Overshadowed. better. Accents with me. Yeah, mom, <laughs> we were playing cards the other day, and mom, Corey, <laughs> you did a, someone's accent, Liam Neeson or somebody. It was John F. Kennedy. John F. Kennedy, it was. It was uh, John F. Kennedy. And mom was like, I didn't know you could do the voices too. <laughs> I'm like, he's 25. <laughs> I think all I said was, we're doing it because it's, it's hard. We don't do it because it's easy? Something like, yeah, yeah. we do it because it's hard. Yeah, and she was uh, over, over the moon yeah. that you exhibited any kind of talent. <laughs> uh, yeah, she was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, don't seem too excited there, mom. <laughs> So yeah, you got into London, you know, you got all this yeah, money, I, you know, free tried, schooling. Yeah, and I tried to, well, part of the reason I wanted to go is like, I'm going to have this nice, you know. Yeah, international flowery. Free. Well, yeah, okay, the school, the year was going to be great. Yeah. Uh, it was really good. I mean, the school was annoying because uh, they did a lot of COVID restrictions that I guess I thought were too heavy handed, but that's neither here nor there. Um, anyway, <laughs> I have b b two vaccines. I haven't gotten them. He spit them both out. He I sucked have, them out like snake I poison. Have, I used the fake arm. Yeah. The plastic arm. <laughs> he came with a fake <laughs> arm to CVS. Don't ever know. They stuck him. It was, you know, he wasn't paying attention. He works at CVS. He's uh, not checking oh, whose no, arm's mine real. Were, mine were NHS. NHS people. Oh, you got yours in London. Yeah. But I was really pretty certain I was going to be able to get this electric bus job that we were just discussing earlier, or like something, some type of job where I'd be at least dealing with maps or something. Or at least you like grade buildings, and you're the guy yeah, who puts yeah. stickers on the. Oh, hey, I would love to be the survey laser pointer guy. Right. I don't know yeah. what they do. I think it's the kind of laser point. I think they're calling it an alien airstrikes. Nice. I don't nice. know what they do either. Uh, and then uh, I couldn't get any of the. Oh any of these jobs i'll stop yeah tapping sorry. on the table couldn't get any of these jobs uh so now i work for british american tobacco and i'm hoping <laughs> yeah. 
we sell as many cigarettes as possible in finance. I'm back in finance. <laughs> He's working for the devil yet again, just with another code. But I've actually learned that working in a job that you don't really love can be nice because then you can really try to scheme it as much as possible. Right. No remorse. No. Oh, I love not doing If you worked things. at a hospital or something. Yeah. Or even a job that you liked and liked the people, then you'd be like, I'm screwing them. I feel bad. Yes. You're like, we're selling death sticks. Well, I'll, well, that's the thing. I'm on the vapor team. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what he tells himself every night before he goes to sleep so that the nightmares don't haunt people him. Vape, people vape in the office. In the office? It's like a weird... Mandatory. It's, it's like a evil Willy Wonka place. Really? And we're the Oompa Loompas. <laughs> Did the Oompa but Loompas just, eat chocolate will, all the time? It's an open floor plan desk. Hold on. Did the Oompa Loompas... I don't think they were allowed to eat candy. Well, he probably said you shouldn't do this. It's bad for you. Yeah. Willie. Willie did. Yeah. Willie's like, I need what? healthy workers. Yeah. You can't be gobstopping 20... You can't well, be gobbed out 24-7. Well, these, these people, they're they're vaping for work, not for pleasure. So you can vape openly in the office, and it's an open floor plan. But only if you're shaking, if you're not vaping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so you can skip lunch. Uh... <laughs> It's an open floor yeah. plan, and they have, like, plants at maybe five feet high, like, in between desks and stuff. Okay. But uh, if you just kind of peek your head up, you'll just see, like, puffs of clouds going <laughs> up, like a little steam engine humming away. <laughs> Choo-choo! Uh, on to profit, folks! Yeah. So I, so I've made funny. it a point to never have a, you know, vape or cigarette for, for work. You should go full Only hog. for pleasure. Only you, for pleasure. Right. You should go full hog and bring a smoke hookah. <laughs> you should hookah. One guy, an intern, was smoking out of like a ship pipe. Like it was like the old Popeye oh pipe. God. Was he, was he like, vaping out of a pipe or was he smoking out of we, a pipe? Uh, he was smoking. You're allowed to smoke in the office. No, not in the office. What was he? Where was we he? We were like out walking to lunch. <laughs> He's and like, he, we did like little introductions <laughs> and he was saying, uh, you know, I'm just really, I'm a, I'm a really big tobacco enthusiast. Everyone's uh, got kind of funny accents. There's a lot of, there's people who talk like a vampire. They're just Romanian. But that's not how I, I think like of the bickle. Cool. <laughs> I like the bickle. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's kind of a collection of misfit toys that works there, probably. Because, like, who's working for tobacco companies now? Yeah, right? There's not a lot of British people. Really? Unless you're the higher ups are What's British. What's the Asian population? Because I just know that there's like, Asian one Chinese culture likes to smoke manager more. who seems very intense. Yeah. Okay. She's a woman. Mostly European. Mostly Eastern European. But Eastern that's European. also because there's a big, like, office in Kiev. Okay. Ukraine. Yes. And I think there's a lot of people trying to get out of Ukraine. <laughs> trying to get a one-way ticket out of Kiev? That was told to me. Not I, That's not my opinion. By who? One of the Romanians? Uh, it's not I good. Think, it's not I good think there. a Romanian told me that it about the Ukrainians. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. So it's all well, it's always been... I mean, look at the map. It's right next to Russia. It's just so close well, to Well, they're like... Blown. Russia's like... In the it. whole Crimea thing? Yeah, yeah, they're soaking in I Ukraine. I think they're right like now. invading it currently. Yeah, oh yeah, close. They love going in there. They're like shutting off their power, just blinking the lights over there. Yeah, it's like a house that they rob every Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> they home alone it every year. They love it. Yeah, but then they never fully take it over. It seems like it's never just Russia now. You know, it's always like Ukraine. Well, I think the Ukrainian people are like, I hope they don't. Well, of course, yes. So there's but, a, some tension there. Yeah, but I don't know how Russia's losing. Maybe it's too much. Well, I don't I think, know anything about this. I think there'd be like a lot of sanctions by the I think EU. there'd be other countries coming in. That's probably like, why a hey, lot of people. Ukraine. Hey, like, guys. Or not Ukraine. Yeah, no. Hey, Russia. Hey, Ukraine. Just fucking take it. All right? Just be <laughs> Russia. We're tired. Just take it, baby. Just take it, baby. Come on. It's nice to be Russia. 
Uh, okay, so you're in the office. What do you want to talk about? So I've been commuting. I've been in the office. Yeah. Three days a week working from home. Two you're days biking? A week, which has been nice. Um, I usually bike to the tube and then take the tube to the office. Okay. Two other days a week, I'm working from home, which is on the boat. So boat home. we're back. Yeah. Uh, I got this boat in October of this year, and it's what I wrote my dissertation on from the urban planning thing, which was basically, there's these, there were these boats. I didn't know they were there when I got to London. So it took me like three months to even figure out what these, like, these things existed. Mm-hmm. So in London, there's these canals, and then there's the River Thames. And the canals all have these skinny, long, 50-foot boats on them, uh, that are called narrow boats, and they're like gondola RVs. Yeah, it's about the size of a small RV, but they're a boat. How big's yours? My so yeah, my boat is. I bought a boat after writing the dissertation because I was like, well, this will be fun. Couldn't believe it. This you were be- not sold on the idea. This plan B. I tried to get uh, I tried to get a room in various <laughs> yeah. parts of London. I always forget this. And the, like, no, I think, I don't know if it was American or if I'm just fucking weird and I don't know it, but no one was wanting to sign up to have me as a roommate. <laughs> and I was like, I was going to pay like a decent amount of money for this. Uh, I, I guess I was also picky. Like I was trying to find good people and that also had a nice Oh, room. for the roommate finding service you were paying money? No, oh, I paid like 20 bucks to post an ad. What are you paying money for? No, no, I was going to pay rent, like oh. a decent amount oh, of yeah, rent, yeah, yeah. which I'm glad. I think I would have been like in debt if I did that. Now that I've yeah, checked maybe. my credit card bill. Um, well, I read your bio, and it was fun and quirky. And you it was met them very in person, honest. Right? It was very honest. Too honest. Maybe too honest. Maybe they're like, a guy who would be this honest probably doesn't ha- make good decisions, because this was a bad <laughs> one. <laughs> I got I got like one or two interviews. You got a few bites. And then it, it just didn't lost. work out, and I needed a fucking place to live. And meanwhile... Your story of London has been you not getting what you asked for and then having to figure something else out, a.k.a. tobacco, a.k.a. a houseboat, which I think both of which you're reasonably happy about. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Houseboat, pretty happy. Tobacco, fine. The job, I mean, the job's a job. job well, yeah, it's whatever. Um, the houseboat's been good. It's been... Uh, yeah, so it's 56 feet long. Seven feet wide. I tell people it's seven feet wide. It's really like six and a half feet wide. Oh wow! Um, it's called breaking Ru- news. It's called Rufio. Really? Yeah. Not a great name to get a people lady over there. People always think of it like <laughs> roofies. You're like, I'm Romeo, but I roofie people. Well, what? <laughs> so I I'm Rufio. I didn't name the boat, and it's kind of a bad luck thing to apparently rename the boat without doing a special process. Also, I just don't have like paint or like. You have to legally rename your boat. Uh, I think you have to re-register it or something. <laughs> well, you would have to like physically repaint the name on the boat, well, sure. which I just haven't done yeah. yet. Uh, but I found out why it's called Rufio. I don't <laughs> think it's for date rape. Drug, date rape. Drugs. You want to get a clean take of that? I might have a Rufio. <laughs> date rape drugs. Uh, but uh, it, was made, it was built in 1991. Do you know what happened in 1991? No. It's the year Hook came out. Okay. And in Hook, there's a guy named <laughs> Rufio who's like... Not convinced this isn't about Rufio still. Dude, I think it's it. I think it's it. Never Neverlands. Who like what else? Do you know any have you heard of Rufio, the hook character before this? No. Okay. Well, that's that's Hook's why a I'm good suspicious. movie. It's, uh, it's got, a um, movie. Is it with Robin Williams? Yeah, it is Robin Williams. Rufio. Oh. And it kind of makes more sense. And Dude. I'm glad that that's there because I can tell people, hey, it's not about yeah, yeah, um, yeah. you know, wow. rape. <laughs> wow. No rape on this boat. Nope. 
Not since I've been captain. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't the Waystar Cruise Lines. Yeah, that's a succession reference. Sorry, Corey. Uh, sorry, I just want to get that on the record. I'm sorry. The boat, living on the boat is like as nice as you can possibly camp. Ah, you're so glamping. I really like camping. <laughs> okay. So it's good. I like, like I'm literally getting home from the office and like I chop wood when I get home. It's kind of a nice ritual. It's nice, ritual. but like I'm chopping the wood because the way you heat the boat is with a wood and coal stove. Yeah. And if you don't start a fire in the wood and coal stove, which I wasn't great at in the beginning, uh-huh. I'd be like, oh, fuck, I really got to start you're this fire. Bear- it is freezing right now. <laughs> pulling up Bear Grylls YouTube. You're like, stop drinking piss. How do I make a fire? Yeah. I, and the colder your hands get, the harder it is to make a fire. Well, I also have these hot water bottle things where it's like a fuzzy <laughs> oh, hot yeah. water bottle that I'll just stick either in my like by my ass or like sometimes I'll put it in the front too and really treat Wow, myself. so it's groinal. These yeah. are groinal water. Well, bottles. it's just hard to like walk. Well, it, one I sleep I sleep with them, not like yeah 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 I sleep with them. Only nice. Uh, they're nice. It's, it's like you have an actual human. There you with you. <laughs> you're wearing a hot water <laughs> diaper. Uh, but where else are you going <laughs> to put night. them? I have to put them in like my, my waistband. I sure, yeah, yeah, Or else I, I got to get like medical tape. To... I get it. Yeah. <laughs> you got you to gotta Iron Man. So I'll, I'll use you to stick it in the back. Um, and yeah. it's nice. It's like a little <laughs> heated seat everywhere you go. That's kind of nice. It is. Um, but yeah, I am looking I crinkle up newspaper to... and shove them in my jacket. Good insulation. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have central heat. You don't have a heating system right now. I just, well, there's a diesel heater that has radiators that I just got fixed uh-huh. right before I left back to the U.S. to do holiday things with the family. But I think it's going to be too much. I think it's honestly going to be easier to not use the diesel heater with the radiators and just keep doing the wood stove. Yeah, you're a woodman now. Yeah. You chop. I buy the coal, but I feel um, feel un-American buying wood, so I try to just buy in the wood. Where, oh, what do you, what? Where do you find it? Just, just logs? On the, on the river? Yeah. On the channel? Well, it's like the part of the reason I did the boat stuff is Corey chops down the ugliest trees. Oh, I've chopped I've chopped branches off. They're dead. Really? I've, I don't know. I don't know if it's legal because in are they in, dead in England? Yeah, this was a dead branch. Otherwise, you can't really burn it. Dude, we had an episode on bagpipes where a guy got arrested for playing a bagpipe on the heath. I don't. I'm pretty sure like the UK has sort of strict like do's and don'ts. They have like Victorian of, bylaws yeah. that you know if you got ice cream in your back pocket, they can arrest you. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm pretty. Yeah. So I try to be sneaky. I'll do it's it like at night. Montana. I'll go and take some wood. <laughs> Under the cover of moonlight, I'll chop down dead branches. You're kind of manicuring people's lawns for them. Uh, well, no, I've been in like by the Watford area recently, what which is, is very. It's like yeah. zone six uh-huh. on the tube, which the is as far, the furthest zone out. Oh, nice. It actually might be past zone six. The Badlands. So it's either on the border of it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But it's like the last stop on the tube subway, yeah. whatever you want. What's to call it called? It. Watford. Watford. Uh, and the whole, so it's not a river, it's a canal that gets you there. Right. Uh, and the whole, you know, That's alongside nice. these canals, it's basically either a park or it's mansions or really nice houses. Yeah, I saw some pictures you sent me. I'll post them to the Patreon. And I'm usually on the parkland, you know, so in the parkland cool. areas. So the woods, plentiful, plentiful wood. I'm looking at a picture of Wat- Watson right now that looks... Uh, Watford. Watford, sorry. Well, Watford's like a city. It's where they filmed or where they produced Harry Potter, Really? I've lived in all these funny British places. I first had a house in Shepherd's Bush. <laughs> then, uh, which is, you take the Piccadilly on the way to Cockfosters. All these funny Cockfosters? Going to Cockfosters. And then I've been to... Uh, Through Shepherd's Bush onto Cockfosters. Kensal Town, Kensal Rise, Greenford. Um, 
Uxbridge, Dart Dartford. <laughs> I kind of see where this is. Not really though. But no, it looks very pretty. I mean, it looks like uh, it looks kind of like a nice way to live. You get up, you're on the water. The boat That's people be nice. are very funky people. Sure. Funny conversations. Dream catchers. What are you talking oh, yeah. about? Uh, usually just boats. <laughs> okay, it's not that weird. Uh, yeah, sometimes a guy, a guy I met, sort of met, talked to briefly. Yep. He had Best friends. Two, well, I met his cats first. He had two black cats, adorable. And one of them like kind of jumped its way inside of my boat. So I was kind of like, oh my God. Are you allowed to kill anything that jumps onto your boat? You know, no. stand your ground? No. No? No, there's none of that, actually. Okay. I do sleep with a hatchet close to my bed. But I'm worried if yeah. I have someone over, like... On the Should I introduce the hatchet? Should I be like, hey, before you come this on the radio. This is a Rufio, hatchet, but th that's not for you. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to my boat. This is an axe. Take or, this drink. But I also, it would be bad if they just found the hatchet. It would be. How hidden is it? Just it's right next there. to my bed. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Under the bed, do you have space for a hatchet? Yeah, but then Maybe if you know if someone's an coming over. Hide the hatchet. What if you need the hatchet to use on them? These are the questions that run through my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are the questions of a boatman. <laughs> yeah. But this guy, so there was a cat in the boat. I shoot the cat out. It was a lovely cat. I kind of want to get a cat, but uh -huh. I, don't know if, I don't know if I'm ready Just start for feeding that. strays, and if one hangs yeah. around, it's low commitment. Have a casual well, cat I think relationship. This is what happened. You don't need to marry to a cat right now. Like, I moved, like, four miles away from this guy with the cats. Uh -huh. I talked to him briefly after I met the cat. I was like, hey, you have two nice cats. Lovely cats. Good luck with them. Um, <laughs> bye. Uh, and then a week later... Five miles down, this same guy comes up, comes up on a bike. He's like, "Hey, I lost my cat. Let me know if you've seen anything." Wow! But this is the—I bet this is the cat that winds up in other people's boats. So, could have uh, been a uh, cat locked inside situation. Maybe come on the boat, don't leave the boat. Yeah, the indoor cat now. So yeah, that could be bad. No, let's let's all hope he finds his cat. Let's all send up our prayers for this cat. What's its name? I didn't. I didn't catch. You didn't names. get the name. Two black cats. No. Two black cats. Let's end up a prayer for one of the black cats. Yep. We hope you're brought into the light. Uh, life on the. Is it like a full time job on the boat? You like it? Yeah, it's good. Seems nice. I mean, another like I got into it too because it saved me a ton of money. I yeah. bought the boat outright, and I'm living. How much was it? It was thirty five thousand pounds, which is, which 50? is fifty forty five to fifty thousand dollars. I think. It's not that bad for a home. Yeah. And your only expense is really electricity, whatever wood and coal you need. Uh, and yeah, I mean, the electricity stuff. is coming from the solar panels or from a diesel engine. Were the solar panels already there? Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, that was crucial. That's pretty sick. Uh, but in the winter, I'm getting almost all the electricity from diesel, unless it's a sunny day. So I don't have a ton of electricity. Like, if I'm running a laptop, I almost have to run the diesel engine. Really? Yeah. Well, the batteries are also pretty shitty. I thought they were better than they were when I bought the boat. So I think I need to replace I mean, I would say this is something that you have on me, definitely, is you're much handier than I am. You're more interested in yeah, I like this fixing stuff. things, figuring things out, how they work. You're more mechanical. You're more engineering. It's fun. I mean, it's. I feel like I have a little project. I don't like being bored. Right. And I am never yeah. bored when I do this. That's good. All right, guys, that is going to – is it recording? Yes. G guys, folks, that's going to do it for the first half of Corey's episode. The rest of the episode is available on Patreon. We do have a Patreon, overshadowed Patreon. Google it. It will probably show up. Uh, we were going to make this a Patreon-only app, but I thought it was too fun and silly, and I spent too much work on it to not – 
make it public and share the fuck out of it. So it is a fun app. Uh, you should check it out on Patreon for two fifty a month, one time, and then you can cancel. If but don't I mean don't do that because that would be you really would get our hopes up. And me and Charles are like, oh my god, fifty bucks a month. We're really gonna do it. And then you guys all leave after you've heard the episode. That would be pretty uh, demoralizing. So please don't do that. Either donate uh, recurringly or don't do it at all. Or do a one-time hundred bucks. That would be fine. One-time hundo, would love to see that. I don't even know how to enable that. They actually emailed me. We're, we're doing, okay, guys, we're doing an unofficial prize drawing, a, a sort of contest, really. Really a raffle, I guess it would be called. It's unofficial. We can't tell Patreon because they emailed me and said, you're not allowed to do this. But we are going to do it. So help me God. The first 10 people to subscribe to Patreon enter to win a 3D holographic Shrek desk lamp. It looks like lasers in a bank that has very high security and it looks very cool and it's about 18 bucks and you could win it if you sign up for the Patreon right now at a low low rate of 250 per month. For the price of a cup of coffee a day, you could feed two starving comedians. I ate a lot of beans, a lot of rice. Okay. So thank you guys for listening. It really is a fun episode. Corey and I go out in New York. I abandon him and uh, he has to survive the night. That's a pretty fun story. I almost pass out in a treehouse, and Corey shares the three keys to luxury. So you're not going to want to miss that. Corey's three keys to luxury. Uh, looking forward to our next episode. Charles and I recorded three hours at the stand about Rosemary Kennedy. We're probably going to cut it down to about 20, 22 minutes, but it's going to be hot and it's going to be spicy. So we'll see you guys soon. We love you. Follow us. Subscribe. All right, I'm going to eat my own ass now. Thank you.